what is going on our beautiful listeners welcome back to another episode of genuine connections with your girl georgia and your girl bash time and today we have a special guest yes our mvp <laughs> listener won the challenge and, the challenge, georgia. and the challenge was to be able to come on here and do a, a Q&A with us and we picked the topic and so we're so excited we know today is about to be so much fun yes all right and also this winner is someone special to me as well my very own sister in love Woo-hoo! Sherry Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> welcome on the podcast you yes. know how are you feeling good thank you so much Georgia and Bash Tide for that wonderful introduction I am just so excited and honored to hang out with you both of you tonight <laughs> and <Aww>. Georgia <laughs> they're my sister in love yeah. both of them yes <laughs> we are now sisters as well right <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just absolutely excited to um, do this call and just want to share what I can share and just have genuine connections as the podcast yes. is titled. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's what we're all about. <laughs> right. All right, Bash, bring us in. Okay, so this topic here, we are going to talk about having someone to talk to. Now, this is a really big topic because, you know, we hear about a lot of people saying you know nowadays is like almost like a cultural thing now everybody's like talk to somebody get help right you know like don't go through things by yourself and also like the whole like becoming a better person and growing and you know like how everybody's really enforcing talking to someone right so i was like you know let's talk about it a little bit let's see what our intake is and, you know like how we've experienced this ourselves and let's just dive right in okay well since our guest is here um sherry we're gonna go ahead and ask you a couple of questions and then you can go ahead and um you know just make it your own or from your own experiences as well um has there been a time in your life where you felt like you needed somebody to talk to absolutely all the time so um just just wanted to share a a little bit of my background and it kind of goes along with this question so (laughs) when um we picked the topic having someone to talk to I'm like that's right up my alley mental health is like my jam and because I am a person with lived experience um and when we use the word lived experience it means like you kind of go through your own things Mm -hmm. and so this topic is right up my alley because it always goes back to having someone to talk to yeah yes so like I'm like all growing up I'm like oh my gosh I can't I feel so alone I can't be the only one going through this Right. Yeah. And as I got older, I realized, hey, you might want to start talking to other people. And I realized it's a barrier in the black community, especially having someone to talk to. Right. Right, Because we're told to keep your business in the family. Don't (laughs) Don't tell our business on the street. Hello. Don't tell our business on the street. Don't embarrass us. (laughs) Right. So then you feel like you have to keep everything in. And I'm like, this can't be normal. It's it's yeah. almost killing me inside to keep it all inside rather than get it out. Right. So I, I started a journey of, uh, well, recently I finished my master's in human services counseling. Woo! Woo! I know, right? <laughs> yes. 
And so it is the sister of social work. But I started that because I wanted to be an advocate for mental health. I wanted to be an advocate for talk therapy. I just wanted to be an advocate and let especially the Black communities know it's okay to talk to someone. It's important to have someone. I, I said that to say, when you ask me the question, have I ever felt like it? Yes, all the time. And so I think it's very important that we keep keep the right people in our community and our circle Mm -hmm. that we have different people to talk to for different things. For instance, if I wanted to talk to somebody about marriage, I'm not going to talk to a single person. Right. And it's not that they don't have the um, advice to offer me, but they can't offer me the advice as a married person. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Right. Like that prior history and knowledge Mm -hmm. of it. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, or if I wanted to talk to somebody about career progression, I'm going to talk to somebody who has been, has been, or is already where I am, or mm-hmm. already where I want to go. Right. Yeah. So I think it's just definitely important to have different people in your corner for different things. For fitness, I have a fitness coach. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just find the experts or the people that can take you where you want to go. Exactly. exactly. I, we're here to that. I know, right? <laughs> that, that's such a good thing. Because, like, you know, even, like, the way you broke it down, you know, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like sometimes people overcomplicate things. Because yeah. think about it. You wouldn't ask an art teacher to come, like, for instance, how you said fitness, come be your fitness coach. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> you want somebody that's actually going to take you when, you know, it's capable of taking you where you're trying to go. Right. And I just feel like that's so important because a lot of times I feel like we find ourselves... Because we might notice the importance of talking to somebody and like, we just like unleash it all on the wrong person. Mm -hmm, Right. And then they're not able to help us or give us anything from it. It's like, okay, I'm trying to talk. They said we should talk, I'm trying to talk, but it's not going anywhere, you know? So that that is so important what you said because who to talk to is like super, super important. It's like almost as important as talking to somebody. Right, right, yeah. I would and also Sherry what would you say um are like some methods or something that you would use to find someone you can confide in because like Bash was saying you can't just talk to everyone right what what do you think worked for you so like if somebody needed something you know whether it's friends or family like how 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 would you do that to yeah how do you filter that out like me offer the advice back or me seeking advice uh, you can do both perspectives. So you can start with you seeking it. Okay. Seeking it, like I said before, you have different people in your corner for different things. So over the years, I always thought friendship was like this one-way thing. Like friendships, you're going to talk to your whoever your friends are. You're going to talk to them about everything. That's right. not necessarily true. We have different friends for different things. Like some things that I would tell one friend or, or ask for advice from one friend I wouldn't necessarily ask for another so I Mm -hmm. used to have this I was like why is this bad they're supposed to be my friend I'm supposed to tell them everything not necessarily because God allows certain people in our lives for different things for different reasons so for me I know like my cousin if she's listening Kia (laughs) (laughs) she's my spiritual mentor she's always been my spiritual mentor since I was a teenager probably actually a tween um, and so like for me I just know who to go to as I develop these friendships and a lot of my friendships have longevity mm-hmm. so it's automatically there I know who to go to yeah. <laughs> yeah and if someone was seeking advice from me again I do have a passion for mental health 
Um, so I either can connect them with someone else or I probably can give a little bit of advice. I don't know everything, <laughs> but I know a little bit. I know enough to be dangerous. To be right. Dangerous. <laughs> enough to work, girl. Right. Don't play with Right. <laughs> to be able to help people and get them yeah. connected to the resources. And I think that is just as important. If you're not that person, that's fine. We're not right. able to handle everything. But it's mm-hmm. important to be able to connect people to other people or resources. Like, hey, if I call whoever and it's like, all right, I can't handle this, but I know someone that can. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's so good to see, you know, what type of resources you have, you know, instead of trying to take on the obligation of fixing everything for that other individual, because it can be overbearing sometimes because yeah. you feel like, oh, Ooh, you know, you this is it. my friend, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're like, you know, I'm, I'm your friend. You can find in me. I don't want to kind of, you know, um, I guess not do anything at all or you know you kind of have that inner obligation towards the other person depending whether it's a co-worker or it's your friend or your family and you don't want to just not say anything but to also know your limitations as well to say you know hey I do know this or I don't know this or I can steer you in this direction and stuff like that you know all that is important you know yeah absolutely go ahead (laughs) oh oh yeah and I was gonna say you know even like me when I always hear people say you know like nobody's supposed to be an island and you know other people mm-hmm. are important I used to be like you know like okay you know <laughs> me too I guess you know like sometimes like how we're like exactly what we're talking about you try to put certain things on certain people right. and they're not capable that you're like I might as well handle this myself like what am I you know but, but it's so important that's what you keep saying is key on like who you actually you know reach out to because that can really change your whole perspective on everything. Right. So that's so important. So what would you say are some reasons um, why like finding somebody is so important to talk to? Because again, like I said, by design, God created us to be like in community. So we were never meant to be alone. Yeah. And I think it's extra important because isolation is is the enemy. It's the devil's playground. It actually is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Trust me. It, yeah. it will literally mess with your mind. That's where the guilt, the shame, the um, sense of low self-worth and all of those imaginary and I won't call them imaginary because they can be very real Mm -hmm. but all of those things that we are not intended to be that God didn't create us to be those things become real to us and then before you know it not having someone to talk to your body's processing that I've recently been studying trauma in the nervous system Mm. yes so your body's processing that and holding on to that and then you wonder where you have certain ailments well, a lot of our ailments are related to um, mental health or, or emotional health, things yeah. that we hold inside. So I think it's important to release that so that right. your body can heal. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Um, I used to not like running and being I in the military. I, don't. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I'm like, let me not put myself you out here. Like, <laughs> no. Like, really, I used to despise running. But, you know, when I joined the military, that's where I kind of got my, you know, love-hate relationship, I would say, with running. But honestly, like, what you were talking about, being able to release that stress. Because yeah. even, you know, and not being in the military for years now, it's like, 
you carry stress in your neck. You yes. stress in your head. Like, you know, you were like, oh, I have a headache, but you're thinking, oh, I'm here looking at this computer. But yes. it could be something prior to you going to work, you know, that stressing you out. And then your body's kind of giving you those warning signs and we're ignoring it because we're just, I feel like the Western society, we're so used to just, you know, keep going, yeah. you know, keep doing, yes. you know, you got to pay the bills. You got to do this. You got to oh. do that. It's <laughs> like, you don't have any time to pause. And it's interesting because the other day we just posted um, on Inspired Fam saying, you know, telling people just to pause, step away. You deserve it. You know, just take that nap if you need to take a nap. And carrying that weight, you know, it Mm. does become heavy. And it's like, that's why you have a lot of people having attitudes and they're really nice (laughs) people, but it's like they're so tensed up all the time. I'm like, man. And literally, I think we, you know, I have booked a, a massage appointment this past week. Three times I went, Sherry. Oh, wow. Three times <laughs> in one week. Because I'm like, man, I didn't know. You know, I forgot the feeling of just being able to relax. Relax, relax your toes, relax your fingers, not think about anything, you know, yeah. and just be able to receive that, <laughs> you know, that great <laughs> massage is it's so important. And sometimes it takes that long just for your mind to even yes. catch up what's going on because... I know even sometimes with me, like, I might take off from work and, like, you know, even, like, the rest of that day or even the next day, like, at least half of the day, I'm still thinking about all the stuff for, like, okay, all these new expectations, all these new demands on me and (laughs) Mm -hmm. this, this, and that. Especially, like, I feel like especially once you're out of your routine. Yeah. And then now, like, new tasks are coming your way or, you know, different things, like, new challenges and you're just, like, this is a lot. Like, you know, like, I'm trying to juggle it all and then put my best foot forward but you know like how you're saying it's so important to just take that break and allow your body that time to really do it like you know like don't think okay I get one massage and that's it like no like (laughs) when your mind is still going you you can defeat the purpose by like still thinking about it you know what I mean yeah I'm getting a massage okay I'm working out but I'm like thinking about all the things that are stressing me out like you're just gonna put yourself right back in that zone so. and a true masseuse would tell you you know hey relax here you know just relax You're like, oh okay yeah okay i need to relax you know mm-hmm. and you don't even know you're still like clenching your fists or something and they're For like real. just calm down you know everything's gonna be fine or whatnot yeah we um, can't lie to our bodies that's the we thing can't. like our body is gonna react based on our mental and emotional state period right right and so like you both of y'all nailed it if you do not relax your mind your body is not gonna relax right so you kind of <laughs> <at all. laughs> to release that and so like that's why talking to someone having it here is just mm-hmm. so 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 important just to release it <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously what would you say to somebody who probably confided in someone or different people and they were let down how would you speak to that person (laughs) so this is a good one and i know like like i said being in the human services count human services counseling field Mm -hmm. um, i'm not actively practicing but i did finish school just being in that field a lot of things that we learned are you have people now who don't trust therapy or don't trust people at all because of the past letdowns Right. So my advice to that is, and I always tell people, we have to understand that all of us are human. So mm-hmm. we have these expectations when we talk to people and we think they're, we're going to get one outcome and then we don't. And then we just quit. Now we shut down and we don't want to talk to anyone. 
I would encourage anyone if you have been let down, because that's been me. I've been let down mm-hmm. so many times, yeah, and I'm right. like, I'm just not gonna talk to anybody about anything. I'm gonna handle it myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get the outcome I wanted, but you you can't do that when you start to shut people out and shut down. You're literally again like we just talked about you're going to carry that with you so i just encourage you to keep trying and find that right person i am a huge 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 advocate for therapy again Mm -hmm. being raised in a black home being told oh no you don't talk to anybody outside of your home Mm -hmm. i realize it's not bad and i encourage more of our communities to just reach out and seek mental health all this stigma behind it um I get it, like in the past, how we have been treated in the healthcare professions. That's why we need more mental health. Um, right, right. Color variety, people in <laughs> yeah. the mental health field right. so that we can learn to trust each other. So I would say just offer that advice. Find the person that you can confide in, whether it's your pastor, whether it's a therapist, whether it's a friend, whoever it is. But don't stop trying. Mm-hmm. Give that person grace. Give people mm-hmm. grace. They're human like you. They have their own things going on. So don't levy these unrealistic expectations on a human being exactly right. yeah yep. that's so good very very good that is so good so would you say that it's harder for women to find someone to talk to or would you say it's harder for men or do you think it's like an even playing field to be honest i think it's an even playing field however mm-hmm. i think society says that it's harder for men because right <laughs> right women are naturally we're talkers we want to fix it yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. men like just want to shut down but believe it or not just watching my husband and his mannerisms yeah. men do talk y'all they do yeah. <laughs> it's a thing right <laughs> They don't necessarily talk to their uh, spouse about the same or, or the same way that yeah. they talk to their friend, but they do talk. I'm listening. I'm like, okay, y'all get it out. Y'all just get it out in a different way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so I do think it's equally challenging, but the societal view obviously um, mm-hmm. is that men have more trouble, but they get it out. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, even for me, like whenever I think about that question, I'm like, you know, like how you said, you would think, okay, it'll be easier for women just because of the talking. But I'm like, sometimes, you know, you're just talking. Like, you're not really, like, being effective or, like, you know what I mean? Nothing's getting resolved. You're just talking about it. So, it's like, when I look at it, like, uh, it being effective and, you know, you actually having resolution and, you know, great results from it. I'm like, yeah, it's probably an equal playing field. Right. Honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, <laughs> like I said, yeah. I should shut down too I'm like mm, right. I don't know if I want to talk to her I don't know if I want to talk to him right. and it kind of goes back to y'all's podcast about mm-hmm. energy yes. about energy I know like it, there was like a quote a while back it says um religion calls it spirits um mm-hmm. science calls it energy whatever you call it it's a vibe yeah. like y'all said it's a vibe yeah. mm-hmm. and so I think <laughs> I think it just all depends on the vibe that mm-hmm. we get from people, whether or not we choose to talk. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And some of our listeners, well, a lot of them probably don't know, but uh, when Cam and I first got married, Sherry was one of the main people I used to call to <laughs> yeah. kind of decode my newfound husband. <laughs> and I'm like, girl I love him but like what does this mean what is he doing <laughs> and she was so patient like Sherry is so patient and I'm I really thank God because a lot of the times people when you hear in-laws it's always that negative you yeah. know narrative behind it and I'm like I'm so grateful to God that 
I have in-laws that I can be myself with, you know, right. I can actually Absolutely. trust with my feelings, you know. Yeah. And she I would call, you know, I would be calling Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> I would be texting her. I was like, girl, what is this? You know? Yeah. And she would just calmly kind of, you know, get me back together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm not calling Sherry, I'm calling mom or, you know, my <laughs> sister Bash or whatnot. Right. Like, yeah. So so what you're saying is super, super important. You know, I want people to catch these gems. Cause mm-hmm. like we talk talking about you know like reaching out to Sherry right? right especially like you're in a new bound situation you're newly married and mm-hmm. you're really trying to understand your spouse so like how like you know we were talking about having that right person so what about Sherry mm-hmm. stood out to you that really made you say I can reach out to her and get more understanding instead of it just being like because you know people can be siblings right right they might not be you know like close they might not yeah. really know that person like what about Sherry really like stood out to you to be honest and you know, not to even say that that didn't even cross my mind because I'm like, okay, this is her her little brother, her baby brother, you know. Mm-hmm. Will she, you know, my listen to what I brother. have to say? But, right. <laughs> yeah, her little big brother. But <laughs> I'm like, for Sherry, I think it was her character. She, you know, mm-hmm. for me, it was always that, you know, Sherry was very approachable. Mm-hmm. And when you would talk to her, like she really would give you her, you know, her undivided attention. It yeah. wouldn't be where she was judgmental, where she was like, well, you're not cooking enough for my brother, or you ain't doing this for my brother. You know, not one time did she say that. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can call Sherry, I can cry, you know, and, and kind of be in that space of like, where's the healthy space for me to just kind of unleash and let her know how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's married too. Yeah. And, you know, yes, we have two different type of husbands and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) but she was able to really give me a lot of wisdom, and I I don't have an older sister, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like to be that sister's keeper type of thing too. And Sherry really did fill that space for me, you know. Like we said, being in the military is a whole different culture. Yeah, being married (laughs) and being young is a whole different thing, you know. And so having someone like that that I can kind of lean on. And she'd be able to still be firm and not yeah. lean while I'm leaning on her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, you're gonna okay. I'm not gonna cry, but yeah, <laughs> that is really <laughs> no. It's really heartfelt. So I really, really appreciate that. I just knew Cameron was like my baby. Like yes. he, I don't know if he'll tell you. We're not. We're what? See, I forget how many years apart. We're five or six years apart from each other. and But I always carried him on my hip. He was literally mm-hmm. my baby. And so, like, <laughs> I kind of raised him. I look out for him when I wasn't looking out for my sisters. But I look yeah. out for him. And right. So I kind of understood where you were coming from. And then I knew that, you know, we grew up in the same home. So I knew his barriers and, mm-hmm. I, and, and the different things and how you could break through and get through to him so it was just super easy and again at that point when you and Cameron got married gosh y'all have been married just as long as I have (laughs) but we had a few years on you guys right right (laughs) we're coming up on 17 oh wow that's awesome that is huge congratulations in advance thank you so by that time where you were going and what you were going through I've been there I've been right I have been through. What is he saying? What does this mean? Right. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so it was super easy. Yes. Yes. Oh man, yes. And that's the honest truth. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, you know, 
it, it's it's one of those things you don't have to it, it's not forced yeah that's the thing i feel Absolutely. like when we force something right it's always that resistance or it's always negative yeah. you know if it's not seamless and you're just kind of like you know organically connecting or you know having genuine connections genuine you know. connections yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, you hear know? that <laughs> Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Yes. And also, like how he said, you know, like being, you know, African-Americans and, um, you know, people of color and all that, how we have like the stigma to not really, you know, express ourselves a lot. Yes. At what point do you, did you kind of find it like, OK, this is important to express myself? Like, did you ever have a moment where you felt like you weren't heard or understood or, you know, like what kind of made you get to that point? To be honest, um, I didn't get to that point until um, my 29th birthday. I was going into um, 30. I was going to turn 30. So my 29th birthday, I, yes, after my 29th birthday is when I had started like a weight loss journey. But it, for me, it wasn't weight loss. I really wanted to get rid of the weight as in the all the baggage I was carrying. Mm, that's good. So, Yes, it was more of unpacking the emotional. So along with having a, a nutritionist, and he was also my nutritionist and personal trainer, I also had a therapist. So all of that going into 30, 30 was like the best year, seriously, of my entire life because that's when I decided to drop everything mm-hmm. and just and, and talk. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, get all of this weight off of me. So for me, like my weight loss transformations yeah the physical body transforms and I lose weight but for me it symbolizes dropping the the mental emotional baggage that weight carrying all the weight of the world on my shoulders so I would say yes going into my 30 going into the year 30 sorry (laughs) that's good it took some time it took time like I'm holding on to stuff for years and I know I gotta get this out this can't I can't keep being like this and like you said there's so much stigma behind talking and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I gotta get it off my right. chest and it has been quite the journey I will say now as far as actual ther- therapy mm-hmm. I see a therapist I don't have a regular one because in the military we can get so many, so many sessions but mm-hmm. whenever I need to go back I go back I see a therapist at least once a year or talk to a therapist at least once a year for a few months until they release me and say, hey, try X, Y, Z. And it works. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) That's good. That is. That really is good. And I, you know, our listeners out there, I really hope you are, you know, listening. And as Ferry mentioned earlier, you know, kind of grace people, you know, the ones that you can trust because you know who's for you and who's not for you. I mean, only time will tell. So, you know, don't shy away from the idea of seeking, you know, help and and having that person that you can confide in and kind of unleash and allow your shoulders to kind of drop a little bit, yeah. you know? Right. Because so, those shoulders be tight. Right. right. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> All the God. God. <laughs> I literally felt like that yesterday. Right. George was laughing at me because I didn't get um, a costume for like <laughs> my company party. And I was just like, so much was going on. Work was crazy. And like, literally my neck started to stiffen and like right. she was laughing because like I would look at her my whole body was <laughs> I was like good ass stress I need to go I back I need a massage 
<laughs> See, oh that's God. your body reacting. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> your body give me all the morning signs. You yes. still going on eat like, girl, come on. <laughs> you needed that costume though, right? You got I that know. costume. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Cause I'm trying to have team spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm a team player. Let me right. grab something. You know. <laughs> But yes, this was so good. And we thank you so much, Sherry, for taking the time out to come on the podcast with us. Thank you. This is so much fun. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Like I said, it it is such an honor. I'm like, me? Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And do you have um, a social media um, name that you want to give the listeners just in case if they had any questions or anything like that? So I totally deactivated my Facebook, but I am on Instagram. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, at Sherry0824. All right. Yes, so if anybody needs anything, they can DM me, send a friend request, and we can connect. And if I can't help, I will definitely get you connected to the right resources. And I appreciate everybody out there who's listening and thank you so much georgia and batch time yes you're you're welcome welcome. (laughs) thank you so much sis for your time yes and support yes share the videos and you know content and we really appreciate that yes 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 may god continue (laughs) to bless you with everything that you do yes ditto to (laughs) y'all all right our beautiful listeners thank you so much for tuning in again this tuesday As always, y'all be beautiful and you stay safe. All right, y'all. See you next Tuesday. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.